to episode four of the I Went Outside Today podcast. I am one of your three hosts, Chris. I'm Cheryl. I'm Sydney. You do the things. I do the things. And this episode is more of an in-between-isode. We have uh, something set up for next podcast, but we wanted to get an early reaction from Sydney. Yes. But uh, I should also say this is the first podcast where we are back all in the same room. COVID restrictions are getting loosened up a little bit so people can poke their heads outside their homes and go and do and be normal again. Uh, so we are back together. Yep. Salons are not open yet, though, so I snapped and waxed my own eyebrows. They Other look, than that, I'm doing fine. They look fine. Like You don't look like surprised all the time, which I think is the worst thing that could happen. <laughs> <laughs> They don't look fine because they showed up in full makeup. <laughs> I did. I did want you to tell our podcast listeners about the dysfunctional relationships that you had going on in The Sims. And The Sims. Oh, I retired those Sims because I needed heirlooms. Mm. But I did have. I think I touched on last time. Um, I had one Sim that was cheating on everyone, but I never finished most of those storylines because they. I found out that if you own all the Sims. And you make them do events together, it takes half the time. So I abandoned like a lot of those cheater relationships in favor of a more strategic approach. I see. Yeah. Fair enough. It's probably teaching you bad life skills too. These events are like eight hours if you don't like do it between sims that you like know. So mm-hmm. I didn't have time for it. Are you still playing the game or have you? Yeah. yeah. I want to play right now, but I had to come here. <laughs> I forgot to set them on new events, and now it's really going to bother me. <laughs> That's the beauty of The Sims, is you can put them to do an event, and then you know in your back of your mind they're earning you money. Fake money. But still. But you're still. Playing, you're playing God. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But, and you can't kill them in the mobile version. They can't, oh, no? They no, never they die? die? Well, you retire them. You retire them. But they're still around. And they never disappear. Uh, okay. You can, like, tell them to move out of your house, but they don't, like, die. Wow, interesting. Like, I played Sims 1, and one of my Sims caught on fire. Yeah. I was, like, 10, and, like, my Sim (laughs) caught on fire and, like, burned to death, and then it has that scary, like, music, and the tombstone just pops up. No, it's not like that. It's, like... I felt really bad. It haunts my dreams. (laughs) So no, uh, was it Widow Challenge? Yeah, no Black Widow Challenge. No Black Widow Challenge, not in this version of the game. Well, one day. It's too bad. I should also point out that Sydney has survived Sybil, her ghost past self. I did. I have no interesting updates. I had no... No strange dreams. I had a ton of really strange dreams, but not about Sybil. And um, the craziest one I had was I felt... Like, I had an eyelash in my eye, and I could, like, feel it in my dream, and then I woke up, and there was an eyelash in my eye. That was some pretty crazy shit. That was pretty scary. (laughs) It was really annoying. I don't even know how it got in my eye, but, um, no, I didn't have any... Sybil's just, like, peeling open your eyelid, and then dropping them in, and then running away. She's 12. Maybe. Maybe. That would be super annoying. I pulled someone's eyelashes when I was 12, so... (laughs) <laughs> one time you're like i wouldn't put it past them yeah 
But no, I had no, um, I had like crazy vivid dreams for a lot of days after, but I think that was more just like stress. Mm. I had lots of dreams where I could like feel things and like hear things, but not in like a dream sense, if that makes sense. And like smell things, but nothing like, like really vivid, like felt super real, but nothing about Sybil or past lives. The woman did reach out to me, um, to see like what was up and how did I like it? And I was just not in the mood to I was just stressed and I was like I don't really have time to learn more about a past life I got I got her contact info she really wants to like help people get there so yeah. maybe season two she was trying to sign you up for some extra sessions oh of course she was well no she actually said she was like anyone that didn't get there I'll follow up with them and I could do another session so I could ask for another session for free but I felt like that's a I was like maybe not fully committed to it and that's like a dickhead thing to do because mm. other people maybe really want to see their past life. Mm-hmm. Well, maybe in season two, if you do it, I'll I'll try it too. Yeah, we could do it together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, glad you survived. Mm-hmm. I did. I almost immediately forgot to send you Sybils from the past. But maybe I'll remember <laughs> in the future. We did look up uh, Sybil Leak, the yes. witch that you had talked about. And she did have like a lot of parallels to your life. I hate that. No. Like what? I can't remember. I need to like watch the YouTube videos I watched again. She, I mean, she had done stuff on past life regression. She had a book on past life regression. That's true. Yeah. Um, I still think it's. Oh, sorry, I interrupted you. Oh no, it's so good. Go ahead. Um. Shit. You now got I... one demerit on your podcast license. I'm so bad for that. <laughs> I'm such an interrupter, and I'm like, have to stop you guys. Now I can't remember what was so important that I interrupted you. Civil leak, past life regressions. Parallels. Podcast. <laughs> table. <It's> <laughs> <Shit>. <laughs> so moving on, we should talk about what's under the towel here. Yeah. Um, so this is an interesting idea we came up with. I don't even know how we came up with it. I thought about like... Or many conversations usually talking about like let's just make all the money so we don't need to worry about anything ever again yeah and then i thought what if we tried some rituals pick three rituals so like we each get one for making wealth making money so this could be like spells or talismans or you know unconventional ways of making money happen and then what we could do is track the uh, progress of each one of our, each one of the three ones that we picked out here and see which one works the best. Who would make the most money? So remember how we asked you what you thought about demons? I was a firm no. Uh, well, not when you were texting Chris, you weren't. What did I say to you? <laughs> I said, how many demons? Yes, you did. I said, how many demons? And I'm like... There's two demons we could choose, um, but you'd only have to deal with one of them, and it would make you money. And then you said, how much money? And then Chris and I laughed. It sounds like something I would say. Which tells me you have a price to deal with demons. Hi, it's a high price. Listen, I got, like, not a small amount. Like, how high? Like, $74? Like, how high? Like, over 30 grand 30 grand yeah you're greedy 
Listen, if something's going to seriously inconvenience me, like being fucking possessed, then I'm going to, like, get some money for it. I have not a small amount of money invested in Bitcoin right now, so I don't know if I want to be fucking with demons, but you show me what's under the towel. <laughs> we will. So, so the demon one is actually the simplest ritual of this entire thing to do. Amazing. Yes. We don't have the item here, but... Which demon? Chris, do you want to tell her which demon? So I looked up on the internet because there's like different demons. I'm so mad at you. And uh, there is a demon. There's this a couple of demons. This is not coming in my house. This is going to be a demon talisman. It's not coming in my house. Strangely enough, it is a demon talisman. It's a pendant made of pewter uh, sold by so a... Um, Sold by an artist I found on Etsy. Of course. And, uh, well, it's not on the table here. It's, mm -hmm. it's getting mailed out of Quebec. Okay. So it's going to come in the next few days here. So my demon talisman is being mailed. It is. Yeah. From Quebec. From Quebec. Yeah. Okay. But we can show you an image of it after we show you what's under the towel. <laughs> Okay, that's not so bad. I felt like this was going to be so much worse. So, because our listeners can't really see, we're going to take a picture, but we're also going to um, list some of the things. So we have some cactus candles that are green. We have some white candles. We have a pouch, a silver coin... Ginger, cinnamon, thyme, cumin, basil, prosperity oil, and we have the instructions for the ritual that involves the candles. So of the three choices you have here, so we talked about the one, the, uh, the demon pendant. Here's a picture right here that you can look at. Oh, that's gorgeous. I would wear that. It won't have the little red gem in there because that cost extra. And I assume the demon wouldn't care. Cheap ass. <laughs> so that's your uh, demonic option. option. Uh, it is the sigil of Bune, the demon of wealth. Uh, he also has the ability to move the dead. And I'm not quite sure what that means. Like making dead people get up and move around or helping you hide a body. Could be one or the other. I figured that wasn't relevant to our uh, to what we're doing. So the wealth aspect definitely jumped out at me. So what's the deal, though? Like I wear the necklace and then I get rich? or That's it. Yeah. So Bune is sort of the demon of found wealth. So there's like other demons that'll like help you in your career and earn a lot of money that way. But we figured it's harder to track that kind of money. But Bune would be like you would find money or you would win money or like an inheritance. It's all about your intention. So you got to think about where you want the money to come from. Or my Bitcoin money would become worth like a lot more than it is right now. Yeah. I feel like I would have preferred you to get the gem in the necklace. It's okay. We can always just like find one and glue it on. My first thought was that's like where he gets trapped in. Because what? why is he helping me? What's his, what's his deal? What's the go? It's, it's like when you 
put advertising on the outside of your car. <laughs> what? <laughs> You're attracting more people to worship mm. him as a demon. I guess. So you look like you have questions. I have questions. So if I wear the necklace, am I possessed by the demon? Am I hanging out with the demon? It's got to be more than just like car advertising. Basically, you just need to visualize wealth. Part of your everyday. Why is Not the demon like helping me though? I feel like you guys haven't. I'm sorry, I'm pouring beer on the podcast. I'm. I feel like you guys haven't read a lot of stuff about demons. Like if I, I have so many thoughts. I'm like really stressed out, but I used to like read this book all the time called The Magic Circle. Mm -hmm. It's for little kids. Demons will fuck with you. Demons will like make a deal with you, but that's like not actually the deal. And then they'll make. They're going to twist it on you in an ironic way. Yeah, but like. That's what the intentions are for. So you're just going to be like, you can't hurt anybody if that's what you want. Or you could be like, you can hurt my enemies if that's what you want. I don't have any enemies. Hmm. Enemy free since 93. It's a dark year. <laughs> okay, so the first way is to wear the demon necklace. And that's just going to make me rich. Just, you know, once a day, every so often. It'll bring you wealth. I don't know, like, how rich it'll make you. Maybe it'll make you rich, if that's what you envision. Am I still going to be allowed to say, Jesus, take the wheel, if I start fucking with demons? Uh, I mean, Probably. Okay. I mean, unless that's part of the deal that you make with the de demon is like, I promise I won't say Jesus take the wheel. Um, I wouldn't even bring it up because my favorite thing to say is Jesus take the wheel. <laughs> so so you'll be thing. fine. And what's this other, you got all these spices, walk me through it. Okay. So this one is my favorite. Um, is it? <laughs> yes, because Chris and I are still hoping to take our trip to New Orleans. Um, this is a voodoo mojo bag. So you have to combine those things, the coin, the spices, in the bag. You put the prosperity oil on the bag and you wrap a green yarn around your bag, reciting a spell, and you just carry it with you. Um, I would like to say, because I am all for supporting local businesses, if anyone else wants to try this, the prosperity oil we got is from Where Fairies Live. They're a fantastic store, lots of fun to go look at. Mm -hmm. So I'm going to pick one and you guys are going to pick the other one? Correct. Yeah. Um, now, Chris might want to describe the other one, because he's got a little bit better of an idea what goes on with the candles. So we've presented you with a deal with a demon. We've presented you with voodoo. And the third option is witchcraft. Essentially, uh, what we have here, and I have it on this little scroll here, the directions to do it through to um, make this wealth ritual happen. Uh, you make an altar in your home. Uh -huh. And you take one green candle and one white candle. We went to the dollar store and found these novelty-shaped ones because they're the only ones we could find. So you set them nine inches apart. And the first day, you recite this spell that's on that little scroll there while they're lit. And uh, while you're saying the spell, you move them an inch closer together. And then once you've recited the spell, you blow them out. While you're doing this, you are also visualizing 
wealth coming to you in your head. And you repeat this day after day for nine days. And on the ninth day, they'll be touching, and then you just let them burn down together. And in theory, it should bring you wealth. I'm going to fuck that one up super hard. I'll miss a day or some shit. I wrote all the directions for you. I'll just miss a on day. On this little scroll. Just set a reminder on your phone. I got today 11 on 30 days of yoga. So mm. I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not real good at long-term commitments. Nine days is an eternity for me. Hmm. I don't. I just moved. I don't have anything to put them on except for grandma's table. Yeah, grandma probably wouldn't like that. Our grandmother was getting her master's in theology. I don't think she'd be a fan. <laughs> she might be curious. I mean, I don't think so. She's a smart lady. Smart people are always curious. I like the voodoo one, but also the demon pendant seems the easiest. If I wear the demon pendant, that's all I have to do? Yep. Yep. All you gotta do all is the just... time? Do I have to shower with it? Um, I mean, I think you'd take it off if you wanted. Wait, I need like firm answers I to think these you gotta, questions. Like, let's just say you like wear it every day for the entirety of your day until I get rich, or until you're you know I... satisfied. So for me, I kind of figured that what we would do is we would tally this up as we go and see which ritual made people the most money and at the end of the season we could have an update episode and occasionally throughout other episodes we could bring up and be like hey this is how we were doing how much money we made this is like a real dark take on get rich nick which is like one of my favorite podcasts how rich is nick they're not that rich yet but i'm not finished so wouldn't it be great if we beat him there's two nicks so them yeah they're both named nick wouldn't it be great if we beat both of them through use of uh, the black arts? I mean, a little bit. This also ties into next week's episode because we're going treasure hunting. We are going treasure hunting. If we are to find the treasure, I think we would have to then divvy that up three ways and add that into our totals of how much money. Mm. I wasn't listening about the treasure hunt. What do we win? So to explain the treasure hunt, it's uh, much like other big city-wide treasure hunts where you put, uh, you buy into it and you're supplied with a number of clues. Clues that point to certain spots within your city. And uh, if you can solve all of the clues and solve them all first, uh, you win a large prize. This one is sort of like the prize is as big as the amount of people that uh, join in. Oh, that's smart. So they're promising five to 50 grand for uh, whoever wins. Now, the one thing that has concerned me a little bit, and we'll have to see how it goes, is although they sent me my confirmation email, they haven't sent anything saying that it's going to happen for sure. We're also cursed. But you might have a demon on your side. Mm -hmm. And is a demon stronger than a curse? Did you guys, like, actually think about this, that, like, the demon was the least amount of effort and the thing that I was going to want to do? Or is that just, like, a happy coincidence for you? I thought it was pretty funny when I thought about it, which one you would pick. It's also a cute necklace. was so, like, I'm actually a little irritated now because, like, I want to wear it. If I just didn't know it was about demons. <laughs> I think that's the one I'm picking. I hate you so much. <laughs> but I have no place to do that weird cactus spell. 
And I'm going to end up burning down grandma's table. And then... Just to explain, the spell needed one green candle and one white candle. And the only green candles we could find were in little cactus shapes. Yes, sorry, it's not a cactus spell. There's... I feel like that's going to backfire on you. They're green candles, though. I feel like I'm going to have to fight Cheryl for the voodoo. That one seems kind of fun, but what do you do with the silver coin? So the silver coin just goes in the pouch. And then, like, what what do you do with the pouch? Uh, you just carry it with you. Now, to be fair... I have a silver coin. Could I use my own silver coin? You could use your own silver coin, because I was going to say this silver coin was given to me by relatives, so when the spell is over, I would like it back. Also, the silver coin doesn't count as wealthy. Part of the money. Yeah. <laughs> what if well, what if you do that whole shindig and then the price of silver like goes crazy? Mm. I think that would count. Yeah, I I'm okay that with count. that because I originally said like if all of a sudden I get so much overtime at work that I'm getting paid more than my regular paycheck, that would be considered right. So, mm. I think if the price of silver goes up. Yep, that would count. Or you I feel like coins. you really want to do that one, though. You like the voodoo one, hey? I don't care either way. The only one I can't do is a candle, because I'll be living at a... The candles, because I'll be living at a hotel for five days. You could take them with you. And burn down the hotel. Better than your house. Uh, I'm not maybe. doing the candles. Like, I have tenants insurance, but I don't have time to be explaining to people that I was trying to get rich with candles in mm. my basement suite. So, like, part of it is all about intent. So just make sure you tell them, don't hurt anyone, and I don't want to collect this on an insurance claim. Is my Adderall going to affect the... Because, like, half the time I'm really focused, and half the time, like, right now, I'm, like, a train wreck. What do you so... mean? Because your intent is, like, that comes down to being focused. Yeah. I mean, you only got to do, like, you know, a little bit a day. I mean, you still got to, like, wake up, put on your shoes, go to work. I haven't put on shoes until today for, like, many days. Okay. Breathe. Eat. <laughs> Remember to close your eyes when you sleep. Don't forget. You guys, the demon necklace is so pretty. <laughs> I'm so mad. The only thing is that the voodoo one, do you feel like if you do the voodoo one, it's going to work better because it's your own coin that, like, means something to you? I don't know. I didn't really see anything online that said anything like that. Because um, if that's like a, a gift to you from like your family, you said. Yeah. I feel like that would be same with me. Like I won my coin. It's like the first thing I ever won. So it would be like special. Mm -hmm, to you. Yeah. And I'm certainly willing to not have you use my silver dollar because it's a real silver dollar. I feel like I'm in for the demon necklace because it's just... That's okay. Least amount of effort. Oh, sounds good. Once it comes in the mail, it's uh, I've been alerted by the Etsy seller that it's going to come in a bubble mailer. So once I get it, I'll zip on over to your place. You could have fork out $5 extra for the gym. I think it was like another 20 Oh, that's a lot. Yeah. If you make money, you can always buy. I feel like the gem is where the demon would be trapped. You're not trapping the demon. Oh, you're just kind of like garnering his favor, and then he wants to help you out. So maybe you find some change in your path. Maybe you Can find a like, dollar bill in an old coat pocket. I would like to um, investigate a little. Like, why is he a demon? What is his origin story? Is he misunderstood? Or is he a dickhead? 
Um, well, he is one of the fallen angels. I do have sort of an excerpt here I found online. Uh, this is from the uh, Gotia, The Lesser Key of Solomon the King, from 1904, written by S.L. McGregor Mathers. Bune, or in some texts he's Bime. The 26th spirit is Bune. He is strong, great, and mighty duke. He appeareth in the form of a dragon with three heads, one like a dog, one like a griffin, and one like a man. He speaketh with a high and comely voice. He changes the place of the dead and causeth the spirits which be under him to gather upon your sepulchres. He giveth riches unto a man and maketh him wise and eloquent. He giveth true answers unto demands and he governeth thirty legions of spirits. Mm-hmm. 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 I mean, if... So he's a fallen angel. Yeah. Like, he, he wasn't you know, big pals with God, but he was an angel once upon a time. He's like a Wexeter. He did like a little bit of a Wexit from heaven. Wexit meaning the Western right. emancipation of the For all of our Canadian fans Union. in Germany and far abroad. <laughs> it's For anyone we're not related to. It's... it's- it's basically the Alberta Separation Federation type idea. It's just our province trying to separate from the rest of the country because some people here are crazy. I think they want to take Saskatchewan with them. Yeah, probably. Yes, from Saskatchewan to the coast. Or like a Brexiter. He's like a Brexiter. Mm-hmm. He's like, time to go. Yes, correct. Oh, no, man, I just keep thinking about the magic circle where, like, she drew her circle wrong and the demons fucked her up hard. I guess we'll see. Do we have, like, a contingency plan for how to get rid of a demon? Uh, Not quite, but I figure that'd make a good irresponsible episode. Follow-up so episode. Irresponsible. <laughs> I mean, if you... I, I would expect that at the end of things, if you want to, we can look up rituals to appease the demon so he disappears can i do something super dramatic like or the can i do something super dramatic like throw it in the river i was gonna say you could yeah bury it you know i've tried burying things before they get dug up you can give it to someone that's rude (laughs) who am i gonna give a demon pendant to that's rude Mm. i mean i could think of a few people but you got me on the fact that it's the easiest I mean, we could also find an exorcist. <laughs> That's true. I feel like if you give it away, it'll be fine. I want to throw Bune it will, in the river. Bune will just like go on to the to the next person. Throw it in the river. Gosh, what'll happen if she wears it to the Creationist Museum? I wonder if he knows who Bune is. That's a very good question. Mm-hmm. I feel like they don't, actually. <laughs> well, this guy is pretty... Pretty interesting. He knows a lot about a lot of things that, yeah. I used to be an altar server, and I couldn't tell you what a demon sigil looks like. You might want to tuck it, tuck it away. Nope. When you visit, or show nope. it off. It's pretty. Okay. That's where you got me. I like shiny things. It's fair. So the rules of this, I think, are that from the time that you completed a ritual, gotten your item, whatever else, we start keeping track of how much money we're getting over that space of time. Mm-hmm. 
That's like not normal money. Yeah, not normal money. So stuff that you find or if... Like nothing that you worked to get, I'd say. How does my Bitcoin count then? Yeah, Are you you working on your Bitcoin? Well, I put money into it every month. I was going to say with... uh... Me, I was considering overtime. Like unexpected overtime would be considered extra money, mm-hmm. right? Because you're working towards it. I can't just get overtime totaling my thumbs, but that would be extra money that I normally would not encounter. That's true. Same would go for you with like the freelance. If all of a sudden, you get a whole pile of people asking you for freelance stuff, and you've got so much work that you know. You can't, you're making $2,000. Mm-hmm. That would be considered money you weren't expecting to come to you. Yeah. Or if we buy like a lotto ticket. We're not buying a lotto ticket because of gypsy curse reasons. What if I buy one for myself? I don't ever want to hear about it. I physically cannot handle another member of the family picking all of the right numbers in the wrong lottery. I do like them scratchy tickets though. I was going to say, what if it's like a weird thing? Where, like, what if I, like, because this has happened to me before. I found someone's wallet once that, like, easily had, like, three grand of cash in it. But it, like, had a driver's license. So I turned it into security at the mall I was at because I'm not a dickhead. And, like, she was, I assumed, a traveler or something. So what if it's something like that where I come into money but, like, ill-gottenly, like, in a way that I would, like, return it? Mm, Then did you really ever have it? If you're a bad person, you have it. But if you're not a bad person, then you'll try and find them on Facebook. Mm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like that's like a demony thing, too, that I would find someone's wallet. And then you have, like, the potential to have the money, but also, yeah, you know what I mean? You just got to tell them you want no strings attached cash. Got it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I would say in a case like that, you can make note of it, but I don't think it should count towards your final amount. Unless I steal the money. Correct. Got it. Even debit cards and stuff with tap nowadays, you can really clean someone out. You sure mm-hmm. could. I, and I have found credit cards with the tap feature just while I'm out walking. So how long do you think we should let this experiment go on for? Nine days. Nine days. No. It's only going to take nine days for Chris to do the ritual. It takes nine days for the ritual to activate, I think. Yeah. I would say that we do it until the end of the season. Unless I'm getting possessed by demons and things. If you start getting possessed by demons, you let us know and we'll find an exorcist. Okay. You can talk in your weird demon voice, too, if you want to call us. Mm-hmm. That would be nice. Mm-hmm. I reserve the right at any point to throw it in the river if it gets too real. Fine. Okay. But that means you forfeit. Fine. <laughs> well, what do I win if I win the ritual? You have the most money. Yeah, but that's not like... <laughs> I'm going to have the most money anyway because I invest in crypto. Well, we, we kind of came up with a couple ideas. And maybe we can figure out some other options as we go along on mm. what we want the uh, final congratulations to be. But... I think one of the ideas was the person who made the most buys everyone beers. What kind of beers? That's up to them. Yeah. How many beers? That's up to them. <laughs> I need more details than you guys provide when we do these little shindigs. Don't know what kind of beers. Don't know how many beers. Don't know what kind of demons about to possess me. Two beers. 
of the winner's choice. That's no beers. That's two beers for each person. Two beers is literally no beers. It's more beers than you would have if I didn't spend that money and buy beers. That's true. I feel like I won't make enough money over that space of time to be able to afford two mm-hmm. cases of beer. But extra money. Yeah, extra money. I want lavender beers. So it's settled. Sydney will take the uh, demon pendant of the demon Bune. Demon necklace 2020. And uh, Cheryl, I think you're taking the voodoo satchel. I am. And I'll be lighting candles at home for a little at-home witchcraft. Mm-hmm. And we'll see uh, who can uh, get the most by the last episode of this season. I think we'll include that as part of our tally. Mm-hmm. See uh, what we all get together, what we make, what the demon helps one of us make. I'd rather get rich than get a man, to be perfectly honest. So There you go. <laughs> down, down to clown. So. Funnily enough, uh, one of the things that we found for you to do, if you would like to do it, is virtual speed dating. So much joy on her face when she says it. You know, I like the idea. I'll be 100% honest. I think virtual speed dating is a interesting way of doing it because speed dating at the bar just seemed way more awkward. It's hard to find stuff in common with the people when you're doing face-to-face speed dating, but right now, because we've got the COVID stuff going down, it's really easy to find stuff to talk about. Like being in our houses? Yep. Yeah. How we're coping? I was gonna say, like, if you're at a bar, I would put on my full, lovely makeup face and my nicest tunic. And then I would put on leggings and be like, no, you can't wear leggings in public. And then I would put on jeans and then I would go to the bar where if I do this on my laptop, I have a reasonably good camera, but it's going to be like me in my closet because I have a walk-in closet now. And I feel like it's just the best area for like sound and recording. I'm going to like be recording stuff in there too. Mm -hmm. So like, is that sad to speed date online in my closet? I mean, they're probably going to be in their closets, too. Or their kitchen. Well, I don't want them to be in their closet, because that's different. (laughs) (laughs) He'll also get a chance to see, like, what their room looks like. Or if they've decided to clean up. Oh, smart. Yeah. Free intel. Well, well, it depends on what it's on, though. Because if it's on, like, Microsoft Teams, you can pick your own background. You can. Or turn yourself into a potato. You can. I could turn myself into a potato to see if people would still love me as attract a potato. Those, attract those Irish boys. Or that. <laughs> Either or. I mean, uh, Chris and I have both done speed dating. How um, was it? Did you speed date to each other? No. I did speed dating before meeting her. Yeah. I kind of liked it. What do you do? You just like go in and be like... What's your damage? You basically got like five, six, seven minutes to make a good first impression. And then you move on to the next person. And by the end, like you have a list of everybody's names and you're like, yeah, maybe this person. Then you click your yeses and your noes and your maybes if they give you a maybe column. And at the end, the event runner finds everybody who like matched for each other and they give each person the other person's contact info what if i run into someone i hate i just had a thought while you were talking what if there's someone that i like hate then you you just select no and then they'll never get do i have to talk to them for eight minutes 
Potentially. I think so. I don't know about it. You could turn yourself into a potato for those eight minutes. <laughs> I love it. I want to turn myself into a potato. Chris had way more success with speed dating than I did. Is it easier for boys? I don't think it's easier for boys. Um, a bit of background on me. I have a hard time with being attracted to physical appearance. And so speed dating, dating apps, that sort of thing is not the best way to like date if your brain does not register physical appearance the same way. What are you attracted to? So I don't feel physical attraction until I know someone. You never look at a picture of like Ryan Reynolds and are like, God damn. No, I never do. But if he says something smart, then you're like, what up? Correct. Even if his face is all weird. Correct. Even if he was a potato. I don't share <laughs> that issue. No, a lot of people don't. It seems really weird to a lot of people, but that's... Now I'm like a monster compared no. to you. <laughs> Here's the thing. A lot of people think it's really weird. And like when I was growing up, people thought there was something wrong with me that I didn't join in on this conversation. So... I get it from the other way. Like, I could see someone who's, like, super hot, and then they say something. And I'm like, oh, see you later. <laughs> like, where you, like, lose the attraction. Yes. Hmm. But it is actually normal for people when they meet each other. The longer they date and the more they get to know each other, the physical attraction increases. Yeah. So couples that are happy together will typically describe their partner as more attractive than they actually are. But actually, or by whose standard? By... Like the symmetry of your face? Yeah, or regular social standards, stuff like that. So it, it is a, a normal thing for a lot of people to do. So that's why speed dating was so hard for me, because it's very difficult to get to know someone on that type of level in that short space of time. That's true. I'm more worried about how I'm going to weed people out because, and we're going to lose all of our viewership. I am not a person that is obsessed with tall people, but everyone that I have ever dated slash liked slash has emotionally traumatized me and ruined my entire life forever. You (laughs) monsters, you know who you are. They've all been my height. So I now have a role that it's like tall people only. (laughs) But I did not start out as like a monster who only dates seven foot tall giants. But everyone has literally been like my height. And they have mostly been monsters. And my one actual ex that is not a monster was my height, but he did have me deported. Inadvertently, I wasn't actually deported. (laughs) I did have to leave a country, so. He's also on the shit list of short men. So on your like dating profile, you just ask people, are you this height? I'm not a monster, but like I, it's one of those things like when I make a dating profile, I put that I'm plus size. So other dudes will do this too. They'll put like 5'5 five five if they're like, and I'm 5'5. Five five. People that are my height will usually list it. And then I just don't swipe right. So now you're going to have to like ask that in person. Yep. If you decide to do it. Because people my height are monsters. I but bet- it's one of those things where it's stereotypical for like women to be obsessed like with height. And this is not what that is. You'll have to, like, tell me, like, how many guys who are, like, really insecure about their heights set their, like, webcam, like, low to the ground so they look like a towering giant. I'll let you know. That would be really funny. I've never dated anyone that was, like, overly, like, obsessed with their height, even if they were, like, shorter, like, my height. 
but there are just monsters and where I feel like it's subconscious. And see, I had a reverse problem to what you had. Because I, after a, a terrible relationship, was like, I'm not dating anyone over six feet tall anymore. So did you measure them? What did you do? Uh, I messed up because Chris is definitely over six feet tall. Oh yeah, how tall are you? Six foot two. <laughs> Good job. Uh, you stole all the height for yourself. This is true. <laughs> Me and my sister are both short. Chris is selfish. So in my experience and in the experience of other people I know, usually when you start saying, I will never date somebody who blank, that's normally who you end up with. My mom said she was never going to date a Brian and she married a Brian. I have names too of people <laughs> that are not allowed, but I will not say them on the name podcast. Them. No. Mortimer. I actually, um, one of them Carl. I gave a funny name where I smashed his name with the name of Voldemort. Which was a fun little thing that I did. Carl DeMort? It's not Carl DeMort. You'll never get it. it yeah. I will say, it's on. It's his name is definitely on a list of popular fuckboy names. But hmm. Challenge accepted. <laughs> yeah. I'll give you You'll all of my texts. wealth that I win from the demon if you figure it out on your mm. own merits. <laughs> Chad DeMort. Nope. <laughs> Chris is going to start every podcast with a list of five possible answers. Amazing, amazing idea for a segment. So I don't know how to broach that in like virtual speed dating. What's your height? I am 5'5.5. Five, five five. No, that's what you ask. Oh, I see what you mean. Yep, direct. To the point. But then they're going to lump me in with other girls that are just obsessed with height. Or, or you can have a further conversation with them where you explain why it is. Like this is not just a normal height obsession. Like it's a whole thing. If you go on, this is like a whole thing in like the world of dating of like women being obsessed with height Mm -hmm. and being shallow when guys are too short, where this is just like short height aversion based on trauma. Mm -hmm. Do we have any fun pickup lines? We're like, what do you do? They just come on the screen. I, so I haven't done that type of speed dating. Yeah, me neither. Oh my God. What if they have terrible names like Dale? (laughs) Dale DeMort? It was not Dale. Kyle DeMort? <laughs> Kyle is one of them, but a different one. Okay. He's not the DeMort. He did not merit the DeMort. He's just a fuckhead. <laughs> I don't even feel bad. Yeah, I don't... So, at least with me, I usually went into the speed dating armed with questions. Because occasionally you'll encounter people who... I think you're less likely to run into this here uh, with the virtual speed dating, but... In the ones where you're in the bar, you'll encounter people who've literally just gone there as moral support, and they're not actually interested in being there. Oh my god, how funny if I did virtual speed dating and was like, I'm just moral support. Yeah. But like, there's no one to morally support. Because I'm sitting in my closet. Yes. Right? Yes. Mm-hmm. But you I... just might still match with someone. <laughs> I matched with the moral what support girl. What if no one picks me? I I never got a single date out of any of my speed dating, so do, do not pick you. Though? I don't know. They never tell you unless you match with the person. You'll never know. But if you don't match with anyone, then you know. No, not necessarily. It still means somebody might have picked you. Yeah. But you have to both agree to meet each other. So I have to put down everyone's name. They will probably out. weed you out. Yes. Really. I've heard the um, dating runners do that just because yeah. some guys will just show up and be like, yep, 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 yep. yep, yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, because you gotta like hedge your bets. Yeah. 
And by hedge your bets, I mean you gotta pick everyone. So you gotta like throw in a few no's in there. Also, how am I gonna position? You know how like when girls take selfies at a really high angle to make them to make them like look skinny. How am I gonna position my laptop like that? Uh, I don't know. You got a tall bookshelf, or I don't have a bookshelf. Fairly represent yourself too. No, you guys are gonna have to come over and hold it at an angle. (laughs) I mean, if you really Girl, want us there that? while you're doing speed dating, we could. I do. You guys are like my security blanket. <laughs> okay. Cheryl's working on a drone license so she can film you from like That's true. Yes, bitch. I do have my drone license. The ultimate yeah. high angle shot. To, to be fair, the license that I have will not let me fly within 30 meters of people. Why not? Because there's a special license for that, but mm. I'll be looking into getting that for work as well. So Ew. 31 meters above you. We'll have you mic'd so they can still hear you. I just, okay, so like, really, what's the worst case scenario? That it's super awkward and cringy. Correct. To the point of me wanting to rip my face off Correct. and get a new face. Correct. That would make a real impression on the guy. <laughs> the So in my experience, the worst thing that ever happened in any of the speed dating things that I did was there's this one guy there and... I was not interested, but I guess he must have been interested, and I encountered him at a different event later, and he came on way too strong, and as a matter of fact, he even cornered me and would not take no for an answer when I said I didn't want to go on a date. Good lord. Yeah. So, you might run into people like that, but for the most part, you chances of you running into them ever again are very slim. I would be more worried about, like, it's my, like, type of luck that I would run into someone that I absolutely hate. And then we got to sit there for eight minutes. I ran into somebody from my high school at a speed dating event. Did you hate him? It was awkward because he was clearly interested and I was not. I cannot think of a single person from my high school that I would be like, oh, hey, I was going. Yeah. Any hot teachers? Um, not so much hot, but as a fun little side story, which I said I would stop telling, there was a very young teacher at my high school that like looked like a student and I audibly made fun of him for wearing a tie to school. I didn't put it together that he was a science teacher until Mm. I ended up in his science class and that fucking sucked. Womp womp. Not horribly. I didn't like bully him, but I was like, look at that fucking nerd. (laughs) <laughs> it's like i literally missed the first cl- i have only graduated because we had like rotating classes i missed the first block every day for all of my high school career so i didn't understand someone having time to put a tie on and then going to school we can also do the same thing that we were thinking of doing for the uh, traffic light party where we could come up with some interesting tidbits and fun facts that you could say to people if things get awkward you can even re- re- reuse some of those fun facts. Yep. Yeah. I would do that. You know what? I would. Yeah, I would be in for this. I feel like it's going to be a nightmare. Eight minutes is so long. That feels like so long to me. To be honest, when you actually sit down and talk to people, it's not really that long. Mm-hmm. And like, I have social anxiety, quick. so. Why can't it be like a minute? Because how much are you going to know about someone in a minute? You everything that matters. Talk <laughs> to them very slowly. Now I'm gonna be like, listen, bitch, what's your height? 
Or start off like that. Start I'm going strong. To. Aggressive. I actually that's what I do, and I'm very off-putting. Find those boys with like a strong girl. I'm just like wildly off-putting to people because I just get like really aggressive. I'm gonna drink before I do this. Obviously, that's, mm-hmm. that's fine. You could probably even drink while you're doing it if you wanted to. I'm going to. Okay. Yeah, I just was trying to play down my alcoholism. Usually, speed dating involves a bar and a couple drink tickets with your yeah entry fee. Anyway, so and now I gotta buy all my own beers. And we gotta pay for this still? Yeah. Um, can we give a fake name? Can I go as Lindsay Grubay? Sure, if you want. I want to. You got to explain that if you got have to like match it with anyone, though. I really don't think I'm gonna find love. But if you do, how long will you Shake like, your head at me your like name? you didn't find love. You found this a weird guy. <laughs> yeah, but. And if you break up, we're keeping you. <laughs> That's fair. <laughs> I made her chase me. <laughs> also true. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, speed dating wasn't the way for me, but I know people who have met their partners that way. No shade, no shade. It just, some shade, some shade. All shade, like an eclipse. <laughs> eclipse <laughs> amount of shade. Okay, so, uh, yeah, I think we're all in agreement here that you can use your Lindsay Grubay alias that we invented for the Scientology meetup that never happened. It's my safety blanket. So uh, so for this name, do you like prefer to use that for this podcast when entering the real world? So when we get you to go to the Creationist Museum, do you want him to know you as Lindsay Grubay? Because he does want to be emailed before anyone visits. I mean, so I don't want to, it's on a case-by-case basis, but I fucking love the idea. I live for the idea of having an alias. And yeah, for the creationist guy, like 100%, we're not using our real credentials. Chris and I did when we went, so. That was your mistake (laughs) on you. He Googled me and everything. Yeah. Oh my God. Yeah. I haven't heard from him since we visited. No. Also, I may or may not have looked up how to get a fake ID. So like if we need one. (laughs) <laughs> what did you mm. need a fake ID for? I lost my ID while I was traveling in Australia uh, But I had a picture of it And then I found this place in China That would put like my actual info on Like back ID. on a fake ID So it would be my real ID But a fake one And then I thought that could be handy Because then I could get two In case I lose one Which I have lost my driver's license Fucking twice since then <laughs> Out of control Anyway I never got the fake ID Just to be clear But I know a website. You could if you want. Uh, so if we're all in agreement on the speed dating, let's do that. I'll lock it in. I'll okay. commit to it as Lindsay Kube. Okay. 22nd. I'm getting my hair cutting scissors on the 19th. Okay. It's going to be tight, folks. Yeah. If it's bad, also buy a hat. Yes. I'm not a hat person. You. you... Okay. <laughs> you can show off your hair. I'm going to get a wig. A wig's good. A wig is a hat. A wig is a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks for listening, everyone. Thanks for listening to the I Went Outside Today podcast. This is uh, your host, Chris, signing out. Cheryl, see you later. I always feel like our, our endings are the most awkward. How do you think we should... I feel like you should cut it right after I say that. (laughs)